Hi, I'm Veg. Hi, I'm Nonveg. Welcome to the Veg and Nonveg podcast. So, guys, today's topic is about customer service, and no matter what country you're from, we've all hated, and we've all all had those experiences with customer service in all kinds of work. So, DK, uh, what's your experience been customer service wise comparing India versus US? The experience here has been much better than in India, which is strange because a lot of the call centers have been outsourced to India. <laughs> so, I guess the best people in India and Indian call centers work for American service companies rather than Indian companies. If you call, say, a service provider for like your phone in India, and you complain that the network is bad. They're like not going to do anything about. It. They'll be like, ah, yeah, yeah, we'll do something, and then hang up, and then do nothing. Or if they've charged you an extra amount, it'll take you many, many calls and waiting time to get to a person who can actually do something about it. It's frustrating. In the US, I've kind of become accustomed to much better service. Like this one time, I had uh, an extra charge on my phone bill. So what happened was I was changing plans from a five people family plan to a nine people family plan and they had billed me twice for the same month and there was like a 10 day overlap between the two months so for that i was charged twice so i had called them to you know deduct those 10 days from my bill but they actually went ahead and deducted the entire month's worth of bill because for them it was like a very small amount so it didn't really matter to them and we were we had been customers for a very long time like five people had been customers and now they we have given them four more customers so they were happy to help me and happy to give me an entire month's worth of free mobile service but that would never happen in india i guess that's been my experience how has it been for you so you were in one of the rare best kind of scenarios where they give you stuff for free um in um terms of hassling you for other stuff i think it's the similar stuff for me um definitely indian customer service is a little annoying frustrating to go through a lot of wait times and a lot of times it's changing departments and transferring you to multiple people where you have to explain the same issue over and over again and it's it's very frustrating we've all been there um the us customer service is way better compared to that but i've also had experiences where i had to wait definitely not that much but now i've become entitled <laughs> and i want to wait as less as possible they usually help you out fairly easily and there's never been a time where i've gone through a customer service call where i've not got my issue resolved I don't remember um getting free extra services or free stuff from people but sure it still resolves my issues and that's the best scenario I can hope for. It, it doesn't hurt to ask. So I always uh, if if it's something that is expensive or a recurring bill I try to ask them if they can give me a discount or something or you know try to negotiate and usually uh, it works out well. like for example your internet bill or your insurance code if i've been a customer for like 6 months or year i always call them up and ask them if you know we've been good customers can you give me like a discount and they're happy to do that so it all depends on how you ask and when you ask if you're a good customer they want you to remain a customer and for them again if let's say you're paying like 100 dollars for internet and they give you like a 20% discount for them 
uh, 20% discount is like nothing. But if like you're saving $20 on internet over a long term, you're saving uh, for a year, you're saving over $200. So that adds up and it's always good to ask. But again, uh, without being entitled, if they say no, it's fine also. If you're saving like $200 with like a 15 minute phone call, that's a good enough return. Okay, you said something about being entitled. <laughs> are, are you a Karen? <laughs> Definitely no, not to that extreme. I don't talk to people like, hey, can you call your manager or supervisor? I want to speak to them. Definitely not that much. But I do want um, to not waste my time on a call, which could be resolved pretty easily or have to go to like explain things over and over again to different people. But please don't <laughs> title me as Karen. What is your definition of a Karen? So to speak, in a meme format is a white middle-aged lady who usually has um, issues with something pretty minor, um, which can be solved or it's something that there's no way to go around it. And they always end up saying, can I speak to your manager, please? <laughs> and that's it. It's also with a sense of entitlement that they say that, hey, um, I'm all privileged over here. How can you not help me? <laughs> yeah, it, I think it started as a stereotype of middle-aged white women. But now it's become like a generic term for all entitled behavior, especially towards uh, customer service employees or any service employees like waiters or bartenders or uh, someone at a, a cashier at a shop or something. So anytime someone behaves entitled, they're called a Karen. So yeah, obviously you don't want to be that, but if something is like terribly wrong, then you can point out. So I think there was this bit in Kenny Sebastian's stand-up where he said Indian people are like used to bad service, so they just take whatever they get. But Americans are used to such good service that if there's like something off about their food, the fries are cold, or there's too much salt or too less salt, then they would always make it a point to send it back. I don't think I've ever sent food back unless it's just not my order and I got somebody else's food. But I also am low-key scared of people doing things to my food if I send it back, <laughs> like spitting and stuff like that. I don't know how much truth there is, but yeah, that's just my fear. I've done that once. It was a Panda Express. So in Panda Express, they served me rice in a bowl and it was cold. Just tasted it and just wasn't hot. So I gave it back to them, told them that, you know, this is this rice is cold, I can't eat it. They just threw it out and gave me a new bowl. So And they can't spit it because you can see in front of you what they're doing and what they're serving. So Panda Express was a, like a low-risk action that I took. <laughs> so that's, yeah. that's a good scenario. Yeah, but... It was after I had been in the U.S. for two years and had eaten. I'm pretty sure I've had uh, food that was not up to my expectations, but I've like never returned it until that point. So it took me a while to become more American. You can say that. Um, I I can also say, so I've um, while I was um, in grad school, we all had part-time jobs. So one of my um, part-time jobs was to work at a dining hall. Um, that was the very first uh, part-time job that I got on campus. And it was serving food to um, 
students who lived on campus and it was like a different kind of experience because i don't think as indians we usually we even get a chance chance to do like part time jobs like in customer service or restaurant because it's just not common for us so it was a new experience and i can definitely sympathize with a lot of um, people in the restaurant industry or customer service industry where they have to go through a lot of shit <laughs> even though the students were not mean or bad or we didn't have those kind of um, entitled people it still gives you perspective on what they go through yeah i can understand so if you meet a waiter then it's like they are also a real person you have to talk to them like a real person even if you're talking on the phone with like a customer care rep they are also a person and you you might get in the rare occurrence someone who's rude or someone who's having a bad day but usually you would be better served if you are polite and speak nicely to them and you are more likely to get better service if you are treating them like a human being so if you call someone and shout at them then yeah it's just not going to work for you and i've seen people you know uh, shout at waiters for even the most trivial thing like served a little later like to 5 minutes more than their order they expected but it's just all extreme so when you work in the service industry i'm sure you meet all kinds of people and uh, there are always good customers and bad customers and you don't want to be one of those bad customers so yeah, how yeah so how would you uh, rate your job like now that you've had that experience did it change you uh, when you behave uh, when you go to a restaurant did it change you as to how you behave with them yeah uh, for sure because you know you don't want to be on the other side of it and it's it a lot of times um, problems and issues are not even in their hands it's just management or it's just things are too busy in a restaurant and you just have to wait sometimes or like just be patient and always it's it's always a good rule to be nice to people <laughs> so what have you have you had any such kind of customer service experience um as a customer and as a server i i mean i did work at a at the concession stand but it was again very busy there are some people who can get angry but you know you just learn to deal with it i w- i never really had you know like really bad customers but i've always tried to uh, see people who are working in the service industry as you know normal people who are just doing it as a job there's always like a small talk or a brief conversation that you have to have before you you know just give them their order uh, you're not like bossing them around you're actually you know just trying to find out what they're doing how they're doing it's like a ritual here now every time i go to a restaurant uh, even a fast food restaurant i have to speak to the cashier as they ask me how my day is going and i ask them how it's going you don't have to tell your entire life story but a polite smile and nod and yeah everything's fine and then they ask you how they can help you and then you can give your order yeah i mean there are also a lot of perks of being polite and nice to the cashiers and waiting staff i've had a lot of um um instances where i got free food <laughs> from people that was the best part so we were at this r- random town mcdonalds where it was really early morning we were just driving by and we stopped there for breakfast we were like super nice i mean like as usual polite to the cashier and it was pretty early so there were i think only like a few people walking 
we were just like trying to make small talk and waiter or the cashier just ended up giving us free donut holes or something that they had in the morning they were like oh yeah please have it on us it's fine and i've also had instances where the bartenders have given me free drinks i mean either they made the wrong drink but they could always throw it out they didn't have to give it to me but i've had free drinks for these reasons so yeah, I, i don't get those perks i mean i've had free food at times like a free dessert or something but i can't have it because lactose intolerance <laughs> <laughs> so i went to this restaurant and uh, i ordered like a bunch of stuff like a lot of stuff that i was taking back from houston and then the guy was like take this dessert on me and i said okay fine thanks <laughs> but i couldn't eat it unfortunately so well, at least that. you got a good gesture even if you <laughs> yeah. can't eat it you know being polite that always fine that only goes a limited way but ultimately they are there to do a job and they want tips so how do you like usually tip people um i tip fairly um i usually like 15 20% i again like i've said in another episode where i get really nervous and anxious about calculating tips so i try to be um generous but i mean again as a student i could not be i was on a budget but i've also um seen the other way where you know like a bartender or um a server they really have to be polite in order to get a good generous tip and even if they're not um polite or um okayish or they've had a bad day it's still a good thing to tip them like the minimum or stuff like that so what's been your experience in this regard i usually uh tip as much as i can depending on how how good the service is or how i'm feeling that day so it's like uh, 15% is the minimum if we're going to a restaurant if it's a barber shop or hair stylist then it's like 20% or something that you have to pay because you're taking an entire hour of their job so i try to tip as much as i can it's not a lot of money if you look at it in absolute amount let's say you go to a restaurant and the bill comes out to be 10 dollars so the difference between 15% tip and a 25% tip is like 1 dollar so even though it's a very small difference in absolute amount in percentage terms you seem like a very generous person that's like a small trick so 1 dollar is not a big deal but the perception that it gives is like a 15% to a 25% tip that is very important I'm not always doing it to receive better service because I've already received the service and then I'm paying for it. Sometimes you go to the restaurant again and they kind of recognize you and usually they tend to serve those customers who tend to tip better. They always serve them better. So I guess it eventually works out but it's not like a not like a selfish thing. It's just something that I do anyway. That's a nice way to put it. I also have had experience like that. So I was at a concert and my friend was separated um the group was separated and i had to find my way to the parking lot and it was a it was a maze of a venue so there were these pedicabs where if you like you know you can negotiate the price and you can just say hey can you just drop me to this lot or wherever you needed to go and i was like very thin on my mobile battery i was really close to losing it i had no way of finding my friends and it was a really a uh, long walk so i just asked this um pedicab driver that hey can you just take me to this parking lot for 10 bucks i didn't have a lot of cash at the time 
so he's like yeah sure no problem and he drove me and i thought it was pretty near but it turned out to be dubtins he was like yeah no problem i can still drop you i don't want you to go by yourself at night and stuff like that so he still dropped me off he did not negotiate the amount again and when he dropped me off i was just so thankful and relieved that i just gave him double the amount that i was going to give so things like these like um when people are nice and you know they look out you also feel like um doing something for them yeah that's always been the case for me i've usually received good service but there are always cases where it's been bad and i regretted giving a good tip like there was this one bartender who just completely messed up my drink i had already paid him and i told him look this there's something obviously wrong you poured the beer wrong and it was like all froth and no beer he was like so what can i do about it just drink it <laughs> i've never been to that bar again since then so too bad i guess that's another way of getting back is you just don't visit it again <laughs> yeah so they obviously do not want that right if they lose customers because of bad service then they'll eventually go out of business that's like a you know a capitalist way of looking at it so like if if you don't provide good service i'll just go to someone else yeah so i mean um, it's not just restaurants and call centers that you deal with what other kind of customer service um scenario have you been in are uh, dealing with the government the government is probably the largest service provider and True. I'm happy to note that even in the US the government services are the same as India. They <laughs> you can imagine how they are. If I go to any website that is run by the government, it just doesn't work at all anywhere even in India even in the US. I don't know they probably hire the same people or they have the same low standards but it's always a nightmare. Or if you go to a government office it is always sat and you have to wait forever like i had to wait i think 2 hours in line to get my driver's license made i don't know why there are so many people and why they can't have more offices or more efficient processes but it was the same like in india i had to wait 2 3 hours to get my passport made uh, even for the driver's license i had to wait for many hours uh, here as well it was no different but you can't even do anything about it like you can't say you know like I don't like this government I'll go to some other government that option you don't have unfortunately <laughs> that sucks what has your experience been with other services um so i beg to differ in your opinion because i do work for government <laughs> currently so i can't say that we all suck um we i all our sites are not as bad as you've seen but yeah i surely agree that especially like um the uh, dps which is the department of public safety where we go to get our driver's license is um it could be updated to a better user friendly um website but yeah so as working in government it's it's we also have a lot of customer facing services where we provide data to a lot of different stakeholders so we also do get training on handling people and their requests emails obviously um i can say from the inside that not all departments are you know fully employed or filled with employees so there's always um shortage of people working in a department when you contact somebody and then there's a lot of different steps that you have to go through a lot of procedures that we follow and 
things um, are delayed because of these things. But I've also um, replied to a lot of people within a few minutes or within an hour, which is a huge thing, <laughs> as people say that government sucks and things take way too long, which is honestly, I cannot say is the case. <laughs> and not just because I work in government, but I know how things work now. Um, but yeah, um, DPS is another way where I've also waited a long time. I think I've waited three hours to renew my driver's license, especially in Austin. And that was like at the end of the day. So I can see why everybody's got out of work and everybody's at the DPS just trying to get stuff done before they close. So I guess it depends on where you are, what time you go to these places. So how long did it take for you to get your EAD card? That Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> that was, I think, over close to 100 days. And 90 days is supposed to be the maximum. But of course, paperwork takes really long time. Yeah, and you pay 400 something dollars for that. And they take 90 days to give you one card. I don't know how backed up they are and how underemployed they are. But I think they could use a lot more employees. Um, honestly, I can sympathize with them. And I can say that they're probably shorthanded. <laughs> we've, we've all been there. And government, it's it's a lot of different red tape and bureaucracy that just makes things slow, I guess. Talking about other services, have you ever negotiated a good rate or spoken to a customer care who actually helped you? I'm trying to think of a way, but I can say that um, dealing with the leasing offices uh, for renting apartments is also kind of a customer service where um, a lot of times they are not that helpful and they they don't really budge on a lot of things. But I've come across a couple of um, leasing offices where they really try to take into account um, your situation or if you try to negotiate, they usually do have offers or they, you know, might just give you a month free rent. So stuff like that, um, it is possible, like you said, if you ask politely, even though it's not mentioned on their website or they don't really have any deals going on, it doesn't really hurt to ask. Yeah, I did once with my uh, internet company. Uh, they had an offer on their website for something like 50 or $55 per month. And we were paying 80 uh, for the same plan. And I called them up and said that, you know, this plan exists and why are we paying for so much more for the same plan? And they said that the new plan was just for new customers. I said, how does that make sense? It's the same plan. But they said that, you know, that's like an introductory offer, yada, yada. I told them, this is what I can do. What I'll do is I'll tell my roommate <laughs> to make a <laughs> new account, start a new plan. What will happen is then you'll have to send your service technician to come to our place. It will be an extra cost for you. So instead, what you can do is just put me on the new plan. It will save both of us the same trouble. And they finally agreed. So I saved my roommates a few dollars a month. So that was good. But it took a long time of convincing. Like I was going on the call for like 30 minutes or so. But again, 30 minutes and you save $25. That's $25 per month. And that's a one-time thing. So it's worth it, I guess. 
Yeah, it definitely sounds like a good deal. Um, but yeah, you have to go through these things and really be convincing. I've seen that a lot of companies and offers have loopholes in them. Like you said, you could just ask your roommate to make a new account um, and get the deal. Um, we ha- uh, so I had an experience like that at one of um, a bigger um, what do you say a retail store, and so I found this um, backpack and I. I don't know why I thought it was $20. I just went up to the cashier, they ringed it up and it was actually about $30, $35. I just asked her like, hey, I thought this was $20. And she's like, okay, I'll just give it to you for $20. So that was yeah, a pretty good exactly. steal. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it, It's always good to ask. If you don't ask, you will never get the offer. But there's always room for improvement they won't quote you the price that is their best price. They'll still make a profit. But if if you ask and they say no, that is the worst that could happen. They will say no, and that's fine. They will still pay the same price. Yeah. Oh, another example, this is just an amazing story. So a bunch of my friends in our first semester, we were um, flying from Texas to California, and we kind of got late um, as you know, Houston traffic is just the best. <laughs> so we kind of got late and we were going to miss a flight. So we called up customer service saying, hey, we're probably going to miss a flight. Can you, we're going to be there in like a few minutes. Can you hold it for us or give us um, another flight later in the day? And they were pretty nice. Um, they gave uh, another flight for a little more. We had to pay extra since we got a discount deal at the first. And so we went there and then we waited four hours at the airport. After that, they announced that the flight is going to be delayed. And in terms of that, our connecting flight would have been missed. So we were just like, just really annoyed with the whole or- ordeal. Um, so my friend, he's, he's amazing at talking to people and just trying to get things. So he just so we had like our flight with one company and he just went up to another company and said like hey we missed a flight and he explained the whole situation and he was like hey can you just give us a flight ticket to San Jose instead of San Francisco it will be great and they agreed for some reason that was i don't know what happened or they misunderstood but they gave us the flight tickets and then my friend called the first airlines and said, hey, we're just going to fly with this another company. Um, Can you give us back $100 that we paid extra? So we got that back as well. So we were just, uh, we had, I think this was one in a lifetime deal that we got. So we flew to San Jose, I think about in $70. Yeah, I should have gotten better experience from my flight. Yeah, but I missed a flight once also in Houston and that was going to Vegas. So I don't talk about it much and they were not very good. That was Frontier. Never fly Frontier. I have not flown Frontier after that. Um, I don't know what to say to this. Um, I hope we don't get banned for saying this. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, I, there's been a both sides. So I've also read a lot of times, you know, everybody wants to try and get a first class upgrade for free. Um, a business class upgrade for free. So I've read a lot of articles about, hey, you can just like, you know, ask customer, like the customer service desk for an airline. And I've tried asking and I've had the weirdest, like a really rude response was like, 
no you have to pay extra like i mean you could just say no right i mean you could say in the tone that how dare you ask me <laughs> uh, for a free upgrade airlines are all or airlines used to be always all backed up and full and they all ran on capacity now they are all empty so they probably might be nicer now now i can say haha i got my revenge <laughs> <laughs> so um you probably like dealt with people from all kinds of areas and countries so have you had any issues understanding accents uh, of people over the call or in person if it's an english accent like if it's someone is speaking in english and i'm pretty sure that i can understand it even if it's like a dutch accent which is kind of weird or a german accent or you know british accent british accents are some of the worst in my experience especially scouse accent you, i just do not understand what they're saying scouse is basically people from liverpool i just do not understand what they're saying i don't think any i don't think even they understand what they're saying it's <laughs> <laughs> a bold statement <laughs> yeah but apart from that is uh, english is usually i mean it's easy to understand if it's from a different country or if it's from a foreign language yeah that's not been a problem for me has it been a problem for you um at most no because again uh, most customer service people or companies are based in india <laughs> so it's easy for us to understand them but i actually had the opposite experience where i w- i had just landed um in the us and i had some issues connecting to the wifi and i kept calling um customer service for the company and there was this lady who spoke with a really thick southern accent and i got i could not tell you what she was speaking and it was very difficult and frustrating experience trying to understand but you also don't want to be impolite and just you know contain constantly ask them to repeat themselves have you ever called a customer service center and uh, the other person answered in an indian accent and you could just say oh this person is from india very clearly yeah <laughs> i've i've had a lot of those experiences <laughs> Yeah that actually if i call um companies um or um a service um that is uh, for an online shop website uh yeah i've had a few of those and then you know you just have to pretend like you don't know that they are indian because then they are obviously the calls are being recorded so you don't want them to get into trouble for like breaking protocol or something you just speak to them as if it's a normal conversation but i sometimes yeah. have to say dude who are you fooling with that accent i'm very sure <laughs> very clearly where you're yeah, from yeah and they have the most american names too and we're like nah you're from mumbai or delhi you don't have that name yeah you're not david you're not john for sure yeah so to end this you you've been to india after being in the us for a few years how have you changed as in did you go there and experience a change in their behavior or your behavior um so yeah um like we discussed earlier that we usually do small talk with people in the service industry and when i went back to india i almost um asked the cashier like hey how is your day going and then i realized i'm in india <laughs> they don't give two shits about what i'm asking or being polite they just want to be done with what whatever they're doing and uh, one time i did ask somebody um uh just smiled and like you know like thank you so much and um all the polite stuff and they just looked at me weird 
so yeah i'm never doing that again in india <laughs> so um guys let us know about your um, weird customer uh, service experiences in the comments on our facebook instagram and twitter and we'll see you next week thanks listen to us on spotify apple podcast and stitcher or wherever else you get your podcast fixes follow us on facebook instagram and twitter at veg and nonveg pod If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, please email us on contact at wedgeandnonwedge.com. Thank you.